I know there are other diseases present in the country, as it were, yeah. but from research, we've realized that more attention is given to diseases like HIV, AIDS, like um, cancer, you know, like STDs and all that. There's more awareness. But for sickle cell, which is predominantly the eyes, as Nigeria tops the chart, as I reiterated before, it's, it's a given concern. And if government could just implement policies to have healthcare facilities for people, existing uh, uh, sickle cell warriors, that is perfect. Do you know that non-governmental organizations are working ceaselessly to make the world a better place? We see a future where young people are connected and act together as agents of change. I'm making the dream of um, children living in undeserved communities. And I am well known for championing children's right to education. Poverty elevation, humanitarian aid. We are every child regardless of your geographical location. Healthcare socioeconomic status or religious background who have access to quality education. We are concerned about people's health and livelihood. Leadership development and community development. Yes, NGOs are working for the sustainability of all, especially the less privileged. Yes, yes. their voice deserves to be heard. NGO podcast is the voice of NGOs. I am Jimo Uluato Bishagun. Stay tuned. Hi, I am Jimo Oluwato You can simply call me DOS. And you are listening to the NGO Podcast Show. According to a research paper published by Akeju OO from the Department of Medicine, University of Lagos, Nigeria, it is stated that Nigeria has a population of over 170 million with an annual growth rate of 3.2%, and about 25% of adults throughout the country have the sickle cell trait. And according to publication by few newspapers in Nigeria, such as This Day newspaper, Vanga newspaper, and Leadership newspaper, it is stated clear and bold that about 150,000 children are born with sickle cell disease every year in the country, making Nigeria the highest country with sickle cell patients across the globe. With that being said, many organizations have stood up to play their own role in reducing the rates at which we have sickle cell patients in Nigeria. Out of this organization we're talking about is Follow Me Sickle Cell Foundation, a non-for-profit organization which was founded by Olorumola Victoria a few years ago with the sole aim of contributing our own quota to the reduction of sickle cell patients in Nigeria. In a few minutes, Olorumola Victoria will join in on today's episode to share with you our own take and how our organization has been trying their own best to reduce the scary rate of sickle cell patients in Nigeria. My name is Olar Mola Sengifolua Victoria. I'm usually called um, Sengifolua. I went to Bowen University. I read mass communication. And um, I actually I currently work for an insurance company called Cornerstone. But I run an NGO called um, Polymistical Cell Foundation. Yeah, I think that's, <laughs> that's about it. All right, okay. Um, in brief, um, will you please fill some gaps and explain to us or give the listener a brief details about the non-governmental organization you run? Okay, now the non-governmental organization I run, like I said, it's um, called Fulling Sickle Cell Foundation. It's targeted at um, sickle cell people, like sickle cell warriors, sickle cell patients, um, and this is actually to drive um, awareness. And in the long run, we anticipate to create um, an healthcare facility where people with that particular 
type of disease can actually come in and get free health care or almost free at least maybe so that's um what the foundation is about but for now because of um uh resources into the limited resources we have we just try as much as possible to create awareness for people to understand what exactly sickle cell is about and that's probably what um, we're into oh. for now okay sounds great and sounds good um for listeners that don't know anything about sickle cell or but um, even though they might of course come across sickle cell but they don't know what this sickle cell is all about would you please see some girl and explain what is sickle cell the causes the prevention and the trace to the listener okay so when people say sickle cell anemia um it's called this this is um we have this um play in our bloodstream that's called um we have the sla and another sla now you get the way it is, I need to talk about inheritance first before I can actually talk about the disease. And first, the um, sickle cell disease and inherited diseases is like, um, when I say you're, you're passing down properties from one generation to another, that's how sickle cell is. So the thing about it is when a father that has AS, does ALS and the SLEs, gets married to a mother that has AS, does ALS and SLEs, you automatically get a combination of by time you do the um, genotype matching, you get SS, okay. which is double S alley. And this SS is actually a blood disorder. It's iron deficiency in the blood. And so due to the fact that there's an iron deficiency, it actually cripples the, the um, cell and forms it, 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 from the disc, it, it becomes S, like C, a crescent shape. This actually causes a whole lot of um, um, uh, crisis that you, you see that sickle cell patients experience because the blood the uh, blood cells don't last for more than um, uh, 14 days as against the typical days it's supposed to last for, which is 120 days. So this, and then they are very sticky, which means that before they can actually pass through the bloodstream, they could just hang somewhere. And that's probably where you get um, people shouting with excruciating pain saying that they're in crisis and all that because the blood, the blood cells are not flowing through the bloodstream. It's only when they have free flow that you see that they live a healthy life and a normal life. So sickle cell generally is an inherited disease that has to do with the blood disorder causing, I mean, um, resulting from iron deficiency. That's it. Okay, sounds great. Um, you haven't talked about it. Okay, you talk about the causes. What? Are the prevention or treats for regular listeners? You now, people who don't doesn't know about this at all. Would you please share some prevention or treats about of sickle Okay, now prevention is you know uh, the disease is actually not something that has um, a, a particular type of medication, but you can actually maintain it. Okay. The only way you can prevent it is if you okay if as a, as a person okay for someone like me who is single. And I realized that I have um, AS. Okay. It is my duty or my obligation to know that in order to prevent my children from having SS, okay. I need as much as possible to avoid dating people or getting married to somebody with the with AS, with the AS genotype or the SS genotype or the SC genotype or the AC genotype. Reason being that at the end of the day, by the time I'm going to give birth to one eventually, I might have, I might. I might have a, a child or two with the SS alley or with the SC alley. Do you understand? So, 
basically that's how it works for progression. So it has to be from the originating person, which is the either the supposed mother or the supposed father. That's the only way we can prevent it right now. Okay, awesome. But for maintenance, mm. um, maintenance that um, you, you probably just have to take um, certain drugs like folic acid, for instance, and um, you know some other um, polydrin as, as, as well to prevent malaria because it also affects people with SF. And other, um, you, you have to stay hydrated. You have to sure that you have to ensure that you know those. So whatever stresses you, you take it out. So basically, it's just maintenance. Okay, awesome. On the on the page on your website, um, Family yes. Foundation, you stated that uh, this non-governmental should be the sole aim of utilizing the tool we call the bridge. Would you please explain yes. or shed more light about what you mean by bridge? Okay, when we say bridge, it means the B actually stands for broadcast. Broadcast, okay. Yes. It means that in any way possible, we're actually going to be to get as much as we can okay. the effect of, you know, um, having um, engaged in ASAS relationship or ASSS relationship as much as possible to present the outcome of sickle cell in Nigeria. Yeah. We have over 6 million sickle cell um, patients in Nigeria. Oh, out, of, out of the 180 million Nigerians that we have living in this country. So you can imagine if 6 million and then we don't have a, a way to adequately address it, mm. then our broadcast tool is, is what we use to combat it from the outset. That means from the beginning. So before it starts, we are able to prevent it before it happens. Okay. So that's for the broadcast. That's the B. Then the R is to reach out because we know that people already have the disease. And so we intend to reach out to this particular group of people that happen to be our major focus. We need to reach out to them to ensure that they are actually catered, they are, they are well managed, they are well treated, their caregivers are the right assistance they, have, they, they need to cater for this particular group of warriors. Then we have um, the e-education. We intended to have projects like a mag mag magazine with you know, get out to people just to inform them about what um, sickle cell anemia is all about. Just to tell them about what sickle cell is. So we wanted to do, um, we, we want to do pamphlets, take it down to schools to make sure they understand what it means to have sickle cell anemia and how exactly to take care of people they know are sickle cell warriors within the school premises, outside the school premises and all that. So basically just educating them on how to help okay. people with the disease and how to prevent it as well. Oh. And so the A is advocacy. Now, we realize that there hasn't been any form of advocacy for sickle cell anemia in Nigeria. And that is because a lot of people, uh, uh, how do I now? We don't have healthcare facilities that cater for sickle cell in Nigeria. So when we talk about advocacy, it's more or less like changing government policies or, or influencing government policies to actually providing, um, and free healthcare, basic healthcare needs for people with sickle cell anemia. Like giving them top priority when they come to the hospital to, to ask for treatment. Not, because it, 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 it's appalling the way you see uh, uh, um, nurses and doctors just push away people like that because they don't understand the pain these guys are going through. And so it, it's a given concern that people that have that particular disease actually feel 
um, like an outcast, like they don't cater for them. So that's what we want to do, like advocate for these guys because they can't actually go out themselves to advocate their own diseases. Do you understand? So that's exactly what we're looking at as well. Okay. Then in respect to the seas, counseling, and that's, that has to do with um, the marriage between AS and AS and the marriage between SS and SC and all that. So we're trying to break the sickle cell um, cycle in order to prevent, you know, further growth of um, the disease in the country. Okay. And then finally, age, that's the ultimate goal. We want to have an healthcare facility in the nearest future for people with sickle cell anemia. People for sickle cell anemia. So yes, that's exactly what we mean when we say breach. Awesome, awesome. According to recent statistics published by the College of Medicine, the University of Lagos, it is said that um, about 25% of other trial country have um, this sickle cell trait we're talking about. And we have over, over 170 million population in Nigeria with an annual growth rate of 3.2%, right? Yes. And also it is said that about 150,000 children are born with sickle cells yearly in yes. the country, representing yes. the highest number of persons born with it across the globe. As you can yes. see, that this statistic is quite wide and um, huge uh, for you. And guys. I hear that the chart. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. Um, thank you. Shared about um how you work, right? How you work to cope. This so we're talking about um, this statistics, I mean, this high rate of um, sickle cell candidates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, basically, we, we actually launched our campaign from the past um, period. Mm-hmm. We, we couldn't do anything much because we were um, awaiting our certificate of um, incorporation, which we've actually gotten, by the way. Okay. But pending the time, so it doesn't feel like this is growing and we just fold our hands and we're doing nothing. We took it out to social media. And so what we started doing was putting a little um, nugget for uh, uh, um, sickle cell anemia. So we've been practically enlightening people about sickle cell anemia, the consequences of sickle cell anemia, the types of sickle cell, because we have different genotypes. We have the um, S category, we have the SS category, we have the SB, that's the SB is called um, sickle cell beta thalassemia, sickle beta thalassemia. So we try as much as possible to explain these things to people on our social media platforms, and if need be, we actually go out sometimes on the streets to educate people on how or what sickle cell entails. And we also have a comic um, series, although we, we need to get back in because we wanted to rework, wanted to be branded. The the um the comic was supposed to entail as it was targeted for children basically. So when you when you see cartoons, it actually excites kids, and so they are eager to want to understand what exactly is talking about. So having all that, we we, we try as much as possible to take it down to the campaign alone. Okay. And certain points where we actually donate to people that are um, sickle cell warriors, they are probably going through a series of crises at the moment. We try as much as possible to do that. And we also partner with um, other sickle cell foundations. We, we try as much as possible to, you know, work with them. If we can't actually do a major project, we can sure work with other people that can't do that. So that's what we've been doing as well. So uh, by was 2015, we, did, we partnered with Sami. We joined in the um, sickle cell work. I work for sickle cell. 
So basic things like that. And then that money, the base we had, we also joined in just to show our support that other people are actually doing certain things to create that awareness for sickle cell anemia. So basically, we've been doing online campaign and offline campaign in respect to um, educating people and broadcast. Great. Um, you said earlier that you've been doing online and basically social media campaign, right? Would you please share yes. a few of the campaign you've done? Okay. Um, last year, for June 19, yeah. we launched out a particular video. We call it um, Sickle Cell Amazon. It was just to encourage people that were going through pain at the moment for sickle cell people because we realized that this, most of these um, sickle cell warriors are being stigmatized. And so when they are stigmatized, it, it, it takes a lot of people. Okay, like when we go out on the street, the first thing we hear is, ah, oh, I should just be sick, so hope you don't mind if I use that particular um, right language. No, 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 go on. Okay, so <laughs> it goes like, I should just be sick, so maybe she feel the sickle cell anemia. And I look at them like, I got that. you know, Every disease doesn't yeah. have to be sickle cell anemia, yeah, but I could common. imagine it. Yeah, you know, so the perception people have about yeah, sickle cell yeah, is yeah, they're either sick way. or not. So the campaign we launched we launched last um, last year was to encourage people with sickle cell anemia because it, it, it felt like it was daunting. It, it's a disease that's challenging. It is bad enough that we've actually. The cure we found is, is as expensive as anything. And then it's still within the 50% chance that it's going to be successful. So having to face life as it were, whereby people already stigmatize you is, is brutal. Yeah. I should use the permission to use the word. Please. Right, right. So what we did was launch out a video that with the um, perception about how people see uh, those with sickle cell anemia. And what we did was we took out from the beginning, we took out... Um, like um, a, a, a particular perception of people, the general public, how they perceive them as being frail, as being weak, as being, you know, like uh, a sickler, as it were. And then they now gave their own perception that if, if only the public could see from their own side of the story that they are actually very strong. I mean, it takes a lot of courage to actually, you know, have that kind of thing. And then you still try as much as possible to show the world that you are strong and you're a survivor. So that's what we did for last year um, campaign. Then that was in June 19. Okay. Then for September, we decided to launch out like different nuggets that has to do with um with different um differences between sickle cell, beta thalassemia, and sickle cell. And so we wanted to explain to people that there's also another disease that has um, iron deficiency called beta thalassemia, and then there's this that we have called sickle cell anemia. But then when beta thalassemia mix up with sickle cell, it becomes sickle beta thalassemia. And so that's another categorization of disease uh-huh. that they need to watch out for. Apart from the SS genotype, apart from the SC genotype, there's also sickle beta thalassemia. So invariably, we try as much as possible to look for things that we know people are unaware of, uh-huh. and then we bring it to limelight. So we, we make use of um, infographics. So they understand other things like that. Then I think um, um, two years ago we did sickle cell myths. The perception people have about sickle cell that uh, once you have sickle cell, you can have malaria. Once you have um, sickle cell, only affects black Ameri- I mean, I mean the blacks. We we have to you know doubt most of those perceptions that you no. Know, and then the, the the phenotype perception that you have to look a certain way as a sickle cell patient. 
you have to act a certain way, you have to be a certain way. So most of these perceptions of what we, was what exactly we're trying to change in this space for now in respect to our online campaign. So basically that's it. Great, 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 amazing. In one word, what do you think that the government can do to this issue we're facing in Nigeria regarding this sequencer? Because it is, uh, like you rightly said earlier, that the general belief that most people even capitalize this sequencer that maybe it's caused by witchcraft or so. Yeah, which is this? Yes. Which is genetic? Yes. Yeah, but what can you say? Like, how can government come in? Maybe if you come up with a newborn screening policy where the SCD can be detected, can detect, can detect early in children or so. What can you say regarding okay. the government? All right. In respect to the um, government coming in as um, uh, it's just going to be in, it's just going to be general towards implementing policies okay. like healthcare policies mm -hmm. for people with sickle cell anemia because I mean. I know there are other diseases present in the country, as it were, yeah. but from research, we've realized that more attention is given to diseases like HIV, AIDS, like um, cancer, you know, like STDs and all that. There's more awareness. But for sickle cell, which is predominantly the highest, as Nigeria tops the chart, as I reiterated before, it's, it's a given concern, and if government could just implement policies to have healthcare facilities for people, existing uh, uh, sickle cell warriors, that is perfect. So that's about the only way government could come in. And then if they could actually create awareness from the federal arm, then that's perfect. Because it, it tends to show that the government is concerned about a particular section of a particular group of people. And then, you know, if it's coming from the national level, people are more aware because it goes to every nook and cranny. And then people are more enlightened that, okay, if government has a stepped in, they help people with sickle cell anemia, it means we also have a responsibility to prevent this from happening, if you understand what I'm saying. Yeah. So if we can actually get policies uh, um, that, that, that favors people with sickle cell, in respect to having um, specialists for sickle cell uh, patients in Nigeria, I think that's about, that's about a start for us. That's a start. Good. Um, what are the projects we should be expecting from the organization? Now you've gotten the certificate of cooperation, right? Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> Congratulations about that. What are the projects we should be expecting in terms of our physical projects, moving from um, the virtual projects you've been doing all this while? Though you've partnered with some organizations quite yes. a right? Yeah. What are the projects we should be expecting from the organization? I mean, in terms of physical, not virtual social media. Okay, yeah. so now we uh, we intend to do this door-to-door -door campaign. Okay. I'm practically going to be going from one place to another to educate people about sickle um, cell anemia. Uh -huh. So what we want to do is, for every gathering, we would be there to discuss. Uh, I mean, for every gathering that has to do with L-Talk, okay. we'll actually appear there and talk about sickle cell anemia. So it's more or less like if there's a church program going on that has to do with them, out talks. Uh -huh. We are knocking on your door. If there's a, a mosque that that organizes something, and then they are, they are, they are you know they uh -huh. have a program that has to do with out talk. We are also knocking on your door. It has to do with symposiums, and then you are interested in having talks about sequential anemia. We are just simply knocking on your door. So what we want to do is take it from the grassroots and move it up, because we can 
I feel the people up already have an understanding or supposedly have an understanding of what sickle cell is. So now we're taking it to the grassroots where we feel that there's a lot of ignorance about sickle cell anemia. So that's what we intend to do. Then also we want to start our counseling services. We started though, but um, we didn't actually have a, 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 a channel where people can, you know, discuss. Okay. But now we want to start that as well for people that are actually going through a lot in respect to having to choose whether to have um, a partner or marry a partner with AS and um, how to go about it if they eventually do it to go with the artificial um, technique in selecting um, a child without the essence genotype. So that's what we intend to do now. And there's some other projects that we will be considering sending the so, yeah, that's basically Great, great, great. Now, we've been talking about the organization for the first for some minutes now. Um, let's talk about you yourself now. What's prompted you to start this organization? Is there any question? <laughs> Good question. <laughs> okay. <Yeah>. Um, <laughs> okay, truthfully, um, I'm a very passionate person. Okay. I um such that I, I try, I see a problem, and the next thing I'm thinking of is, so what solution do we have? this particular problem. So I um I, I don't want to say I'm restless, but I am. <laughs> because I, yeah, because um uh, this is well this is like my major commitment mm -hmm. and that's because I, I really want to see it change. If you notice our uh, most of what now our slogan mm -hmm. is such a way I mean in our vision is to have a sequence of three generations. Oh. That's that's what we want. Okay. It it feels very daunting but I believe it's achievable. Sure. So that's that's the kind of person I am. I'm being driven by I'm I'm being driven by by um problems and finding solutions to those problems. So I can't sleep at night sometimes and I probably just think of having problems and I I don't have solutions to them. It just goes like, Okay, I mean, uh, this 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 needs to this needs to be uh uh my strength needs to be channeled channeled to this area in such a way that I must find a solution to this particular problem. But um, my mother used to tell them like that. She says, she says, "Kotio baleno, kongbunji yolo." So yeah. that's how I'm wired. Like, okay, like I mean, I should probably have. I have a brain that could work. I could task my brain. So for my sickle cell, for this sickle cell foundation, it just started when I was in 400 level. I'd always known I was probably gonna have a foundation, but I never knew which of the foundation I wanted to have. And I had this group of people come over to me then and they said they wanted to have, um, like a program. The program was going to be a fashion show mm -hmm. and it was also going to be for, um, it was going to be for youth empowerment programs and radio stations. And I liked the idea because I was like, yeah, that's true. So there is of us going out to look for jobs. I mean, we already have what we are doing one. And so we are bringing in people into the program to, talk about what they've done so far as an entrepreneur and as a youth because we wanted to focus on the whole uh, unemployment issues in Nigeria. Right. You see, like I said, always finding, we're always finding solutions to problems. <laughs> so, it just, so they called me in and I loved the idea because it, it just felt like, okay, this is good. And so we were like, um, when people send in money, that what organization are we going to donate money to? And we concluded that it was going to be HIV and because it was really rampant, and that was, I was talking about 2011, 2012. Mm. So, but I think during that period, I was doing a project on um, HIV AIDS and the awareness, and I realized literally every nook and cranny has um, 
a foundation, an NGO, or media outreach that has to do with um, HIV. Like, the publicity was really much, starting from the time that it, it, it started. So I, I was I was like, okay, um, are you sure that we're not going to be donating into um, an already established uh, uh, organization? And then they were like, okay, that's true. And so somebody went back and came back and said, I think donating into HIV is right now is just going to be like um, we're putting a drop of water in an ocean. <laughs> that it, it really wasn't going to have an impact. It wasn't going to have an effect. And the person came like, hey, what about sickle cell anemia? And that was where it lit up in my head like, oh, my dear, you found your know, foundation. And then it just, it just, I just had like flashback because um, back then when I was a child, I, my uh, immediate younger brother, I, he had sickle cell anemia and it passed on the, the disease actually killed him. Mm. So everything just came up at that particular time that, oh, I think I finally found my calling for the foundation. <laughs> and then I, I was so happy about it, like, okay, yeah, I've been saying I want to have a foundation. I think this right now is the foundation and that was how it started. Great. That was exactly how I found my calling. Amazing, amazing. And before you go... You know, with no, with this quite clear from the explanation you made earlier on that um, these sickle cells do come up from from blood, from traits to the new born baby, right? Yes, it yeah. does. What are your advice for singles out there so they won't fall into this trap of um, sickle cell giving back to, like you explained, they come to be and do. I didn't get that very well, do. But what's your what are your advice? Or what is your advice for singles out there? Okay, for singles that can hear me right now, uh, it is hard, especially when it comes to show about you are already falling in love with the person and um, you realize at the long run that the person has, um, I mean, it's, it's excess or ears. It's something because uh, if you look at the long run, after you marry and then you have a child that has sickle cell anemia, it breaks the love. Uh, I used to say something on Facebook. I said, love is all there is. However, love is not enough. Because it gets to a particular time where you start feeling frustrated and you start blaming your partner for having caused your child so much pain. So that's one. I would just advise that, you know, if you're going to start out a relationship, the first question you ask the person, before we start having any love stories, you ask, please love your genotype. It doesn't kill and the person is not sure about what the person's genotype is. Just tell them to confirm what their genotype is, irrespective of whatever. I know sometimes it might be that times, you know, uh, um, is not favoring you in respect to marriage and all that. But then again, it's better to prevent it now than to spend the rest of your life maintaining something that you would have ordinarily prevented. Yeah. You say prevention is better than cure. Yeah, yeah. Which is true. So that's my advice to singles out there. I, myself inclusive because I'm taking this advice I'm giving out. So <laughs> <laughs> myself. Well, well, awesome. For organizations out there that might be interested in partnering with your project to come. Yes. Um, yes, what are the means of reaching you or getting in touch with the organization? Okay, I said um you could reach us via the you could reach us via the website. That's www.fssf.org.ng, or you can send us a mail at info.info info at 
ffsf.org.ng or you can reach us on Facebook. Just um, Self Foundation, or you could uh, reach us on Instagram, on Twitter, on on WhatsApp. Uh, the WhatsApp number is zero zero six zero double one double nine two zero. We'll be there for you and to you know contact you. Amazing. Thank you very much for your time and for being a guest on this episode of the NGO podcast. It's, it's nice speaking with you today and nice having you on the show. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Jimo. Have a great day. Welcome back from the interview session there with Olamola Victoria. Um, it's high time for me to step aside for the opportunity update. As the opportunity man, I'll be sharing with you the latest update in the world of NGO. Don't go nowhere. I'll be right back. Opportunity ma, let's do this. Hey, it's time for Opportunity Update. Opportunity Update on NGO Podcast Show. Stay tuned. Hello, I hope you're doing great. It's such a privilege to welcome you to yet another exciting edition of the Opportunity Update Corner on NGO Podcast Show. You know on the Opportunity Update Corner, what we do is we bring you information from all the parts of the world, information that can help you or your NGO to make that change and to be better. Yes. On Opportunity Update Corner today, I've got two amazing information and you just want to stick my name is Oluwashi Ifumi welcome once again to the opportunity update corner on the NGO podcast show I begin with this one right here home Nigeria the Lagos state government through the Ministry of Environment has decided to employ roughly 50,000 youths yes you heard me Lagos state government is ready to employ 50,000 youths but then these are people who are passionate about a cleaner, safer, and a better environment, not just in Lagos, but of course in Nigeria. So perhaps you're one who is passionate about a cleaner environment if you're one who has an NGO that is passionate about the realization of a better and a safer place for us to stay, then I think you should visit the website www.cleanerlagos.org. I'll take that again www.cleanerlagos.org and there you'll find all the information you need to be a part of this wonderful amazing opportunity that the Ministry of Environment is bringing to you in Lagos State. Away from that, the second opportunity I have on my desk today is from Google Developers and yes, the Google Developers Launchpad Accelerators program will commence very soon. So between now and April 25th, if you are passionate about technology, if you are one who has a startup that is about to change the face of technology in the world, then I think you should be a part of the Google Developers Launchpad Accelerators program. Interestingly, Nigeria is one of the few countries that has been selected among Kenya, South Africa, India, Malaysia, Brazil, Mexico, and a few others. So if you are in Nigeria, if you are in one of these countries I've mentioned and you are passionate about technology 
I think now is the time to visit the website www.developers.google.com. That is www.developers.google.com. Remember, the deadline is the 24th of April 2017. So, with this, I want to believe this is good news for perhaps you or someone or an NGO that you know how they. And of course, it is good news for me that you are ready to change your world. My name is Oluwashi Ifumi, and it's a pleasure to have brought to you another exciting edition of Opportunity Update on the NGO Podcast Show. Let's do this again. God bless you. God bless Nigeria. Welcome back from the opportunity of this section there. And I do like to thank you once again for listening and downloading this episode. I believe together we will make the world a better place for her. In case you have any official discussion with the following Sickle Cell Foundation, maybe you want to sponsor their, one of their projects or want to have any official discussion with them, you can simply send them an email info at fssf.org.ng. I take that again info at fssf.org.ng you might be interested in their project as well feel free to check their website www.fssf.org.ng www.fssf.org.ng also don't forget to bookmark our website www.ngopodcast.com.ng www.ngopodcast.com.ng for more interesting episodes to come. Must you have any questions or inquiries? Feel free to get in touch with me. Send me an email jimo at ngopodcast.com.ng. The email is spelled as j i m o h at ngopodcast.com.ng. Jimo at ngopodcast.com.ng. I'd love to hear from you soon. And I'm going for today, but don't forget, you have a vital role to play in the human race. Governments cannot do it for you. Be ready to do yours. I will do this with you sometime soon. Till then, stay fresh, remain blessed. Peace.